Welcoming the Unknown. That's the name of today's little wee transmission, Welcoming the Unknown. I'm hiking right now, it's uh, winter. All the leaves are on the ground and it's time to welcome the unknown. First month of the year. So a little bit about welcoming the unknown and some practices we can engage in to further welcome the unknown. Ushering in a brand new year can be filled with hope, but it can also feel daunting as a blank sheet of paper. We might pause at the threshold with pen in hand, recounting past mistakes and failures, hesitant to make our mark. The unforeseen is like a stranger, easy to mistrust. Dreading the unknown can be a self-sabotaging habit that obstructs the view and keeps us wishing instead of living. And of course, the culture, the overculture, the miasmic culture of Big Z promotes all of this, especially as it's reinforced 24-7, non-stop, with a psyop upon a psyop upon a psyop. It's, it's kind of mind-zoggling to me that people actually even put any energy into any of these psychological operations. They must have no time for taking a walk in the woods. Nature's great gifts is her consistency, or constancy rather, of seasons, but she thrives on change. Despite the human propensity for clutching what is familiar and predictable, we do best by leaving the door ajar for the unexpected. If we are fortunate, we will have 12 more months to have another go at it. Setting a place at the table for a delight shifts our frequency from resistance to receiving our highest good, and swapping anxiety for excitement can be a spiritual practice during the most uncomfortable moments. Instead of making a resolution, what if we made the simple decision not to believe our fears? That's pretty uh, intense, right? It makes me think of the idea that people will live in the mindset of scarcity, which of course is a choice as opposed to abundance, or how people will live in the mindset of paranoia, expecting the worst possible outcome, as opposed to pro-noia, expecting the best possible outcome. And of course, like I just said, the society reinforces all of this all the time. It really takes a radical shift. It doesn't just require declaring that one is a racialist. That's, that's obviously a part of it because that's our root, but it takes much more than that. It, it's a nuanced approach and it's, it's seasoned. It takes time to see these things, to do these things, to act this way. With no concept of limitation or worry of scraped knees, we once learned to walk happily, undiscouraged when we stumbled. That first spark of eager curiosity remains deep in our memory, not confined to youth. Embracing possibility this year can be a subtle mantra in motion. As we go through our days, a cellular willingness to expect an outcome tailored specifically for us. How groovy is that? Here are some prompts for embracing possibility. And here are a couple of groovy ideas. Just a short little list. Just going to be a little wee tidbit today. I haven't done a, a tidbit in a while. So I just wanted to share just a couple of ideas just to kind of get us to think in a new way, to welcome the unknown, to get out of the scarcity mindset, to get out of the paranoia mindset, because those are just mindsets at the end of the day. Do sometimes we have habits or beliefs or even a diet that will reinforce these scarcity and paranoia mindsets? Absolutely, of course. They promote these things deliberately. So here are some groovy ideas. On scraps of paper, write down 12 things you have postponed doing or trying and keep them in a special canister. Pull one out each month and follow through with joyful anticipation. That's a pretty groovy idea, an easy way to kind of get things off one's to-do list as well. 
And it could really be anything. It could be something you've had on the back burner for years, something new that you want to try, perhaps a belief that's limiting that you want to delete. Number, one, number two, witness the sunrise once a week. It designated as an opportunity to open your heart and mind to the new and the glorious. And this is something that I've been partaking in, depending on when I get up and if there's sun. Not every day the sun is abundant. And when it's not, I uh, do stuff like sit in front of my spurty sunbox for about five minutes to make sure I, I keep with that rhythm. But on the days that it is, I go outside with some silver tea, which is just hot water, and I add collagen to it. And I drink that, and I sit on the back step of my backyard, and I look at my glorious land, and I watch the sun rise, and I think about how great it is to be alive. Now that's living in an abundance mindset, as opposed to a scarcity mindset or a paranoia mindset, right? Number three, change things up in the kitchen. Buy new dishes and donate the old to a local thrift store. Try new foods every week, exploring new ones that are usually not in the cupboard. And this would be a great time to maybe try one of those pale or white vegetables you've been eyeing at the grocery store or the market. Maybe one of those foods that you've been told for years was so bad for you because it wasn't colorful and you were supposed to eat the rainbow. So maybe it's an opportunity to try something you've never tried before. Maybe a new cut of meat. Maybe a seasonal vegetable. I mean, chances are it might not be a necessarily a, a new product because many products these days are contaminated. Maybe you did find a good product somewhere, and, and that's always great when that happens. But it's nice to change things up in the kitchen because that keeps a rhythm of keeping change alive in other aspects of one's life. And finally, number four, notice something in your daily surroundings that might have gone unnoticed before. And with this hustle and bustle, this cult of, of busyness, the idea that it's better, better to be busy than just, you know, sitting around and just, you know, watching the leaves turn, it's nice to forget all those things and just be and just notice small things. It even just makes me think that when someone has you know, like an office job, it's totally okay to have a coffee break or a cigarette break, but a pranayam break is considered, you know, weird or something like that, right? So we have to make these times for these daily moments, not necessarily making an excuse for utilizing something, but we have to take these breaks in general just to kind of get into that meditative frame of mind. And the more we're able to notice the small things and welcome in the unknown, the less of a chance we'll be in that scarcity or paranoia mindset, which Big Z thrives on that. They uh, live and hoover our fear. So it's best to live without that and to welcome the unknown. So that's all for today on this Monday, the ninth day of the year 2023. Hope everyone is having a groovy day wherever they are in this big white world and we'll be seeing each other soon for the next transmission or broadcast. Satnam.